Hello and welcome to the Medicinal Plant Podcast. I'm Lisa and I'll be your host and today we'll be talking about Cinchona, a medicinal plant. Let's get right into this podcast. Now, the first question that might pop into your head is what is Cinchona? Well, Cinchona is an evergreen tree usually found in South America. The dried bark of the Cinchona tree is a source of quinine and other medicinal alkaloids. Many people use cinchona bark to make medicines. First, let's get into the history of cinchona and answer your questions on when, where, and why cinchona was first used. It is said that the cinchona bark was discovered by the people of South America, specifically those in Peru. In the 1600s, Cinchona tree bark was discovered to be an effective treatment for the symptoms of malaria. The bark was first used to cure fevers and malaria in Europe in the 1630s. The name Cinchona is said to be derived from a countess of Chinchon, the wife of a viceroy of Peru who was believed to have been cured in 1638 from a fever by the use of the bark. It was first used in a powder form but since the bark is extremely bitter, it was mainly consumed in beverages, typically sweetened ones. In the 1660s, the use of cinchona tree bark became popular in England and in Denmark, but there were many different views about this product up until the 1730s. One person who was important in emphasizing cinchona was Thomas Sydenham, who was an English physician. Sydenham emphasized the modern view that cinchona bark was a unique drug that could treat malaria, and after this, the treatment was fully accepted. In the early 18th century, there were many expeditions that were arranged to search for the most valuable cinchona species for cultivation. When Japan occupied Indonesia in 1942, the world was cut off from the main supplies of cinchona. Synthetic antimalarials were developed because of this and chloroquine became the drug of choice, but the intensive use of these drugs caused drug resistance, therefore showing how cinchona was essential and better than the other drugs. Our next topic of discussion about cinchona is who might take this medicinal plant and why. There are several reasons as to why one might want to take cinchona. It is used orally for stimulating appetite, promoting GI secretions, reduce bloating, increase fullness, cure colds, promote the release of digestive juices, and reduce leg cramps. It can also be taken for mild attacks of influenza, swine flu, malaria, fevers, common colds, cancers, mouth and throat diseases, enlarged spleens, and gastric disorders. Cinchona can also be used for stimulating hair growth and managing varicose veins. Next, I will be talking about in what products you might find the cinchona bark. As said before, cinchona is mainly consumed in beverages. Some beverages that might contain cinchona bark include tonic water and liquors such as Lillette and Fernet Branca. Drinking tonic water does not prevent malaria, but rather it kills the organism that is responsible for the disease. It has been suggested that drinking 2-3 to three ounces of tonic water before bedtime can prevent leg cramps. 
It is also used in eye lotions to numb pain, kill germs, and as an astringent. Like many other medications, there are many reported effects of taking Sincona. Some possible side effects that you may experience if you take Sincona include vomiting, diarrhea, nausea, vision disturbance, and ringing in the ears. It can also cause contact dermatitis, which is a red, itchy rash that can be very uncomfortable. Sincona has antiplatelet properties, which is a group of medicines that stop blood cells from sticking together and form a blood clot. Sincona can also cause bleeding and allergic reactions, including hives and fevers. Before taking Sincona, there are some warnings that you may want to be aware of. Sincona is safe as long as you follow the guidelines to ensure that you are using it correctly. Some important things that people need to know before taking Sincona is that it is not safe to consume over 8 grams of the quinine constituent because it may be poisonous and can lead to death. Sincona bark seems to be safe for most people when used appropriately. However, in large amounts, Sincona is unsafe and can be deadly. Symptoms of overdose include ringing of the ears, headache, nausea, diarrhea, and vision disturbances. It is also unsafe for pregnant women to use, as are many other medicines. There is some evidence that Sincona is unsafe to use during pregnancy. However, not much is known about the safety of using Sincona if you are breastfeeding, so it is best to avoid it. Sincona should not be used if you have ulcers because it may increase the risk of bleeding. Another thing that you must be careful about when taking Sincona is that it can slow blood clotting. Because of this, there is a concern that it might increase the risk of extra bleeding during and even after surgery. So that is why you should stop using Sincona at least two weeks before scheduled surgery. Since Sincona contains quinidine, Taking more quinidine along with Sincona can increase the effects and side effects of quinidine and cause heart problems. This is why you should never take Sincona if you are already or plan to take quinidine. Another thing that you must be aware of is that you may be exposed to synchonism, which is a poisoning by any of the Sincona alkaloids characterized by headaches, deafness, and ringing in the ears. There are many different and conflicting claims when it comes to Sincona and whether or not there are real benefits. Many people believe that there are other options out there that are similar to Sincona and have less side effects. As mentioned before, Sincona is commonly used for leg cramps. For more than 50 years, it has been used to prevent muscle cramps as well. However, because there were over 100 adverse drug reactions reported in the 1970s, the FDA concluded that Sincona and Quinine were not safe to use for this condition. In 1994, the FDA prohibited the marketing of these medicinal plants and discontinued its availability and the labeling of products for this use in prescription and non-prescription form. There are better options out there to treat leg cramps, and since the side effects of using this medicinal plant are very dangerous, it is better to use a different product to treat leg cramps. 
Although it is said that cinchona is to prevent malaria or any kind of infection, that is not the truth according to Harvard Health Publishing. It is said that cinchona kills the organism that is responsible for the disease, but it does not mean that if you take cinchona, you will not get the disease. A person is better off taking a medicine that will 100% keep them away from the disease rather than taking cinchona and there still be a possibility of getting the disease. Overall, the cons of cinchona outweigh the pros and this is why there are no real benefits to using this medicinal plant. As you already know, the world is experiencing a pandemic because of the coronavirus. It has been spreading rapidly from country to country, causing businesses to close and schools to shut down for the remainder of the academic year. Many scientists have been hard at work to find a cure for this virus, and some believe that Sincona could be the answer for treating COVID-19. Now, don't go running out to the closest market to buy tonic water or Sincona. There is no proven scientific evidence that Sincona or Quinine can protect you against COVID-19. There has been an increasing number of questions from consumers asking whether there is a similarity to the Quinine that is used in tonic water and hydroxychloroquine, a common anti-malarial drug that, in some quarters, has been thought of as a possible miracle drug in the fight against COVID-19. These rumors started when it was found out that cinchona bark could possibly protect against SARS-CoV-2, the virus that causes COVID-19. Now, as I said before, do not go out and start buying tonic water since cinchona is not available over the counter and is relatively short in supply. If people were to go out and buy this, it would cause patients who are on cinchona and quinine to not have access to their regular prescriptions. It's interesting to think that cinchona could possibly be used to fight COVID-19, but the best way so far to not get COVID-19 is to practice social distancing and personal hygiene, which includes thoroughly washing your hands. Before we wrap up this podcast, I want to talk about the cinchona tree itself and how Peru is in danger of losing its national cinchona tree. The cinchona tree grows up to 15 meters or 50 feet in height in the humid forests between 1300 to 2900 meters above the sea level. They grow mostly in the northwest of Peru, but also in the center. The National Museum at the National University of San Marcos says that there are only 500 to 600 of the cinchona trees left in the country. Specialists have been asking both the central and local governments for help in protecting these trees, but have not had any success. Jose Luis Marcelo, a professor at this university, says that it is necessary to restore this icon of the National Coat of Arms, but funding is needed. It's sad to hear that there is a lack of this tree because so many people need it for their health. I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast about the medicinal plant, Sincona. I hope that you all learned something new and interesting from this podcast. Don't forget to share, rate, and sign up to your email list to listen to more podcasts similar to this one. Enjoy the rest of your day and don't forget to wash your hands.